that most people listening will fail to understand it. That's a Geek Out. This is the show, The Geek Out Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special episode, special interview episode of The Geek Out Show. I'm your host, Gil, and I'm here with my co-host, Got Stefan, Detour Customs. Yo, 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 what's going on? Big Steph is in the house. What's going on, G? Yo, what's going on, man? I'm so happy to have you back and, like, you know, now we don't got to deal with the hustle and bustle of like ten other people and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the crowd, the crowd noise. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, man! We were talking all over each other. I was fucking cracking up editing that, was that episode. Fun as hell, man! You liked it? Hell yeah, man! Okay, like, I'm glad like, you did. It's like being at a party, man. You just just shoot shooting it with your boys, and you know, just just geeking out, man. It was great. Glad yeah. you had. Ooh, I like that. I like how you, you know, geeking out with the Geek Out show. Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. It definitely got crazy and talking over each other and the risque jokes and whatnot. <laughs> very, very, uh, very risque. <laughs> too, hot, <laughs> too hot for TV, man. Oh, 100%, man. 100%. It's, it's always NSFW around here, I swear. <laughs> That's why I gotta always listen to everybody's stuff before they post it. I have no idea what they're posting sometimes. I'm like, wait, what the hell did they just say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Stefan, I know a little bit about you. Um, just for those that don't know you, um, so you're on Instagram under Detour Customs. You wanna just uh, let everybody know what exactly you do and what you post on your IG? Just uh, we'll do that to introduce you. Then we'll get a little bit more into your uh, background. So, yeah, so it's Detour Customs. It's exactly that, you know, customs that typically take a, uh, a departure from what you would normally see uh, on the um, the platform. You know, a lot of guys, you know, they, you know, recreate Marvel Legends and, and you know, popular characters from, you know, DC or Marvel and other genres. But for me, I, I kind of like to uh, uh, diverge a bit and kind of make things that I would otherwise not normally see in toy lines or you know just to supplement and kind of make things that much more interesting for our collections so that you know we don't all have the we're all gonna end up with the same toys anyway but i like to add some things that uh that spice it up a little bit you know <laughs> so I your do, own flavor uh, on it yeah a little little sasson you know what i mean a little a little sprinkle of this sprinkle of that and and i do just yeah. that you know I, I do weapons accessories uh different heads you know you name it. Whatever we feel we we need to make our collections more robust, I'll I'll take a crack at it and see if I can uh, improve the quality of our collecting, keep it interesting. Just real quick, uh, what's like the most difficult custom that you've done? Just just kind of curious, like what Ooh. personally like uh, like challenges that you faced that made it a little bit more difficult, like whether it be like creating like a new piece so you could attach it, or you know something like that. I think the the most difficult custom that I've done it was it was it was early on it was about maybe a few years ago I did this um, venomized uh, Moon Knight for uh, Voltage figures. Oh shit! 
Okay. And this 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 Venomized Moon Knight was a, a concept drawing at at on, at the end of one of the uh, video Spider-Man video games. I forget which one, but I had maybe one or two pictures as a source material, and I ended up uh, incorporating all sorts of things that I've never even tried before. So I think you can imagine. Yes, web. Yes, that's the one. Because I was like, hold on, I was like, I think I know. Because they had like Venomized versions of like a couple different people, and I was like, I think uh, Moon Knight was in there briefly, for like one level. Yes, yes, Venomized Moon Knight, and the cape was just pure tendril, and it was like the 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 hood was teeth, and it was like it was crazy. It was nuts. It was bananas. So what I did was I. uh, I sculpted the main body, and uh, for the tendril cape, I used um, uh, lock wire um, and coated it with uh, silicone that I dyed black with food coloring. Oh shit! Okay, so yeah. So now you have you got creative with that. I I went I went nuts on that one, man. And um, structurally, I um I tried to make it so that each tendril could support the weight of a different figure. And it, it worked out perfectly for balance. So it was, wow. it was extremely difficult, but I'm glad the way it turned out. Um, kind of one of those things I wanted to revisit it, but whenever I had the time, I guess I'll, I'll take a crack at it again or use that same technique elsewhere. But that was that was like a, a moment <laughs> for me. So I'm looking at this thing now, and dear God, this thing is beefy. One, like I I, I love it. I love like the just how huge he is. The tendrils. I can see what you're talking about, and and yeah. I really like everything that you did in teeth. They look beastly, man. Just I, all this, I'm 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 digging it. I'm loving it. Great. I feel like you knocked it out of the park, man. <laughs> yeah, I had a great time. Great time working on that one because uh, I like to I like to make a mess. I like to uh, <laughs> make mistakes, kind of like Miss Frizzle Miss Frizzle from uh, the Magic School was like, take chances, make mistakes. And oh no, I from, feel that, man. Well, yeah, it's from those mistakes that you learn new techniques and new ways of doing things, you know. So every mistake is an opportunity for uh, for growth, though. I, oh, 100%, man. I, I love that custom. How long have you been into uh, customizing? Oh, man. Uh, officially since, mm-hmm. I would say, maybe 2015. Okay, a few um, years, yeah. Okay. But even, even before that, I... Um, I always dabbled in, you know, figurine making, and I would use uh, uh, early on in childhood. I remember my first uh, interaction <laughs> with uh, customizing. It's like a primitive form, I, I would say. I, I had this Christmas tree, and um, you no, know those fake Christmas trees. It's like bendy branches. I yanked one, I yanked one off, and I uh, I made a stick figure out of it. I'm like, ha, huh, cool. It's a minion. It's something my other action figures could, you know, beat up or, you know, it's it's a new character. You know, I don't know what it is, but I made it. Had legs, it had arms, it had a head, no facial expression, nothing. Just appendages. I'm like, this is this is where it started, you know. So as the years went on, I would use like pipe cleaners and I used uh, uh, different types of uh, foam and plastic, you know, just dabbling just to, as a hobby. But it wasn't until I got my hands on some, you know, base action figures and i realized hey i could incorporate all of that and make these these characters more robust so that's that's when i started dabbling in you know magic sculpt it's the uh the two-part uh epoxy sculpt where it it hardens to a plastic and it was one thing i couldn't get out of normal clay because normal clay would expand or you know 
shrink rather and it would just crumble so this new stuff that i discovered was way better for what i needed it and as technology kind of uh, progressed and i kind of tried new things and i would always try new materials and test out the strength and, and endurance and durability of you know just anything i can find cloth metal wood plastic you name it fast forward to now you know i've i've gotten to uh, 3d printing which is uh the most efficient way for me to kind of get what i need and bring things to life the way i want to and and i still hold all those other skills uh, in, in my in my toolbox you know I, it doesn't mean you know i leave everything behind it's just a matter of incorporating everything into its own little niche and its own little useful pocket and it's great man having that array of of tools at your at your behest and just makes creating so much easier and so much more fun that's good that you're willing to like experiment with different materials and you know be open about things like that because some people are just like oh well like i know how to use this so i'm only going to stick to this and like I guess that's why, to, to be honest, I love all your stuff that you do because you could tell that you test and you test and you test and, you know, you go at it. It's not like you just, okay, it's going to be this and, okay, that came out good. It seems like you're always trying to see how can I make it better quality? How can I do this? You know, I, I could definitely see that. Like, I've been following you. I Let me see. Um, I remember the first, I think I want to say till like last year, the Triceraton work in progress oh, that you posted yeah that was yeah. when i was first introduced to your uh work and i think you were using the red select uh marvel select um red hulk right you know it was, it was the uh, the green one the green one oh, okay uh, i just knew that i was like i know that it's it was one of those yeah. i'm just yeah. like not sure which one i just figured it was like red or whatever since it was like you know gonna end up being an orange one but yeah that was like the first time i got introduced to your work and i was like holy shit this is like crazy oh, stuff that i've was, never seen anything like this yeah, that was one of my favorites because at that time we were getting destroyed by ninja turtle action figures we were getting them left and right i'm like this is great but we don't have any of the big villains that we yes. want you know prior to that i had done a, a, a leatherhead and i'm like i have to tackle the triceratons because these guys were just monsters they were just and that's how like i discovered beast. you i was like dude i was like he's fucking knocking it out of the park he's giving us all the big fucking villains and they're fucking huge like they tower over the turtles how they should because like NECA is a little bit bigger it's you know they're doing yeah. a good job but it's not like towering like in the cartoons and in and, and the comics and stuff like how it is like truly to the source material right and right. that's and what you were giving us and i was like holy shit yeah man and one and you and you know this about me already i cannot stand tiny figures i i feel like as a kid you know my hands are small. I don't mind. But as an adult, a grown man, uh, an adult, <laughs> a big, big-sized human, I want to. I want to feel the robustness of the, the plastic. I want. I want weight. A hundred percent, man. <laughs> I want, for lack of a better term, I want girth. <laughs> yeah, because it's um, like, dude, like uh, back in the day, like all of our toys were like the three and three quarter inch, and it's like that's cool as a kid. Like you take them in the backyard, play with them in the grass things like that but it's like now you know we want to customize them we want to you know pose them up we want to do displays we want to do our photography we need six inch seven inch eight inch figures fuck given you know hot toy 12 inch yeah yeah absolutely it's like i don't 
care for and like just the three and three quarter inch doesn't appeal to me i mean you know no disrespect to the collectors out there like shout out to jj rue toys he does mm. collect those yeah, but that's yeah. just not for me i see i like them only so that my bigger toys can stomp them out <laughs> you know what i'm saying right exactly your army build the small ones and just have this you know your, your big old godzilla just destroy all of these uh smaller figures but but yeah, man, um, having having these these big meaty centerpieces, that's that's what really captures the eye. You're walking to like a hundred percent. They're converse, they're conversation pieces, man. A hundred percent. Yeah, man, it's 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 so great to have. You know, I'd rather have a few nice big ones than you know a million tiny ones that you know I'll go crazy trying to uh, <laughs> trying to dust. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. But, but yeah, so um, we kind of got into the Geeky background check and uh, on the top 10 episode. So I just want to mm. go back to that. We'll, we'll go back over there because you were let off easy, man. You were let off easy, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else gets asked a couple more follow-up questions. But, uh, you know, we do trust it. We do believe you. You know, you already do have your uh, membership card coming. It's in the mail. It'll be there okay, eventually. Okay. You know, at one point, <laughs> just look out for that. Nobody has ever received theirs, but, you know, eventually you'll get it. Eventually, legit, I want to get membership cards for everybody uh, i'm working on that but um <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh usually what we do is we actually go over like um comics like what co like what were your first memories of comics back in the day like uh, so, is that something that you were on back as like a say five-year-old is that something new that you're into so comics were it was kind of intimate it was always cartoons and, and figures for me but i had uh, older cousins that actually collected them but they would always keep them all mint I remember seeing um, my uh, older cousin Spawn and uh, Spider-Man collections, and um, fuck yeah, I, 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 would, I was like, hey, you know, can I? See? Like, no, get away from! I'll get the mess out of you. <laughs> so I would see the, uh, the the cover art for the most part, and it wasn't up until maybe I would say I want to say maybe 15, 16 years ago that I um I had a coworker that um her uh, her brother had passed away, and she gave me all of his comic book collection i mean stuff from oh my the, god the 70s the 80s you know x-men and spider-man crossover you name it man it was Damn. it was extensive yeah it, and that's, that's 70s my, and 80s that's some good stuff and there's some yeah like man key key issues back back then and it wasn't just the just the regular issues i had this one book it was like a a marvel encyclopedia it gave you the. Uh, I love. I love those things, man. Yeah, I fucking, they're great. You could just stare at those things for like a while, and like sometimes they have concept art, and, and they just give you a little bit more detail. Yeah, and I remember picking up uh, one of the books, and um, it it was talking about Thor and his alter ego, uh, Sigurd Jarlson, and how he lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. I'm like, <laughs> this is extremely specific. So. It was um, it was good to see. You're uh, like, how you go down that street? Yeah, <laughs> I live next to Thor. Cool. <laughs> so it was it, it was such a a, a a sobering moment to kind of see what it was like back then, to see what it's like now, and and for this genre to persevere with these same characters throughout the decades, it's it's just amazing to me. It's amazing, just captivating new generations every single time. Got to do different, new, fresh things, you know, to keep, uh, you know, the old readers interested and new new generation collectors and readers coming, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have my uh, my godson. I took him to uh, to Bulletproof Comics in um, in Brooklyn. 
And shout out I, to Bulletproof. Shout, shout out to Bulletproof, man. I, I every day after school I go there. Now he he's going there, which is like amazing to me. He just turned eleven. Dude, that's fucking that's awesome, bro. That's that's, that's fucking awesome. Um, talking about that, just a little sidetrack. I know it's about you, but just about me, real quick. Um, like my brothers, um, I took them to the comic shops uh, back when I was. Well, when they were younger, like, I got one that's five years younger than me and another one that's 10 years younger than me. And, uh, I, you know, every Friday after they got out of school, um, you know, like I was in college and they were like still, you know, going to, you know, middle school and, and elementary and shit. I would go pick them up. We'd go hit up the Chinese food spot and then we'd go over to uh, Chris's Comics. We'd go get some, you know, uh, comics or some figures or some Pokemon cards. Like, that was their treat. As long as they were on top of their shit and they never got in trouble, you know, I, I would reward them at the end of the week every Friday. Oh, and uh, yeah. a couple times, like, I took a couple of their friends and, like, I, I would go and i buy them things and stuff like that. And uh, one of the kids recently hit me up. He's like, yo, I remember you. You're uh, Lolo's older brother. You know, you took me to Chris's Comics this one time. Uh, you babysat me and you were, you know, you were my, my little league coach and blah, 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 blah. He's like, dude, check it out. Uh, shout out to, um, to Alex. He actually goes by exalted customs on wow. Instagram. I don't know if you know him, uh, but he, he does customs. He showed me, uh, his collection. He collects his collections huge. You know, he's a huge comic collector and whatnot too, too. So it's like, it's crazy. Like, you know, that we're passing this thing on to, you know, to our, our, our kids, our godsons, you know, we're introducing the new generation to, to, uh, you know, to this culture. Right. It's, it's, it's like just when, awesome. When All Might gave uh, Deku his, uh, his, his power. Oh, man. 100%. <laughs> it feels just like, you know, I eat my hair, you all. Know, <laughs> <laughs> so right. we know about the so comics. Um, you know, we know about the figures. Uh, what about anime? Did anime. Um, oh, my God. Does that See, play a part with you? Absolutely. I would say I'm more. In, in tune with anime than, than actual uh, uh, traditional American comics. I, um, there's something about Ain't anime. Nothing wrong just, with that. Oh man, it, there's something about anime just makes me go crazy. I, uh, I have a playlist of just like anime theme songs in the shower. I sing Neon Genesis. Oh, fuck I mean, yeah, dude. That shit gets you hyped, bro. <laughs> I'll be going in, bro. Like, I'll be. <laughs> Dude, I feel you, I feel you. What's uh, some of your top or favorite animes, or what's, like, the first anime you were ever introduced to? So, I think the the first one, I remember it was, I'll never forget it. It was actually Ronin Warriors. Uh, one morning yes. before school started, yes. I'm getting ready for school, elementary school. I see Ronin Warrior comes up right after Sailor Moon. I'm like, holy cow, this is awesome. This is so good. And Dude, I remember know, that. It would be Sailor Moon than uh, fucking Running Warriors. I remember right. that shit. Yep. And on, and on the weekends, it was DBZ and like Beast Wars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good, man. So that was like my uh, my, my first like heavy exploring. Like these cartoons are not like the rest. Because I'm, I'm, I'm used to, even at the time, Fox 5, uh, Saturday mornings, X-Men, oh, yep. CBS Ninja Turtles, you know, Wildcats, things like that, even the yes. NBC cartoons. But then when you have, you know, that anime style, like these characters are very streamlined and, and, and quick and very high, just high levels of detail. And that's what anime gives us. 
high detail and 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 most times intricate storylines and very uh, mature type of animation. And that's what I love about it. Because even as a kid, I'm like, man, this is not for babies, man. This is for big boys. This is the big boy cartoon right here. You know oh, I mean? 100%, man. That's so, why, yeah. like, most of the uh, animes, like, uh, that's this is something that I share with my daughter. Um, but most of them, like, I got to watch, you know, I, I got to wa- usually watch at least, like, a few episodes on my own before I could watch it alongside my yes, daughter because yes. I don't want her watching something inappropriate because let's be real a lot of the times you know they sexualize women which anime doesn't I get it they have the short short skirts they, they have the you know breasts hanging out but it's like I don't want you know the groping yes. like some some of the stuff like that's inappropriate and I don't want my daughter watching that and right. some of like uh what you call B stars B stars is something I can't really watch because that's almost like borderline furry type animals fucking type shit yes <laughs> you it's know? Almost there. And, it is almost yeah. there and then sometimes like some of it's just a little bit too gory for her and she's just like no i can't i don't want to watch that and it's it's not just gory in the sense of you know just your typical murder it's it's stylized killing like it oh. makes it look good you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah torture porn people getting ripped apart you know oh, and you can see man. sometimes like uh little small like uh, brain matter shooting out and you know sometimes some of it is like you know yeah it's not just like somebody dying off and you you know you don't see anything like no you're seeing all of it happen and it's like what the fuck you know right. Doro right. Hidoro, uh the, the, oh, the I don't know if you've seen that but remember the alligator the, head dude yes where he ripped off that girl's face and, yes. and fucking <laughs> the, the fucking meat flap of her face was hanging off his teeth so good like, oh. man. So yeah good. that was too much definitely too much like uh, I, I was like nope my daughter can't watch this hell no yeah hell no. <laughs> i mean for us it's like a dream this is like awesome. oh yeah it's like yes hell but yeah for a kid it it begins to to raise questions in their mind that they wouldn't otherwise even begin to formulate under any mm-hmm. other circumstances mm-hmm. plus the colors are just they just imprint and and traumatize the kids sometimes i remember uh, back in the 90s there was this big campaign against um, like anime that was causing seizures and all sorts mm. of. I remember there was a episode of Pokemon. Yes, there's a couple episodes that they pulled. Uh, one was a cross dressing episode where James dressed as a woman and Jesse mm. dressed as a man because they didn't want kids questioning, you know, what's going on. Um, even that and then the with, other uh, one, Rock and Jinx. Oh, with which one? Brock and Jinx, like what, Brock what and Jinx, with that one? they had like a a romance and it was like weird and it was like really yeah, oh yeah. shit I didn't know about that yeah it was it was pretty weird I knew about weird. the Porygon episode that I guess like it caused uh, seizures because all the flashing light too much strobe effects that's why uh, whenever yeah. we watch uh, certain things on on Netflix they uh, they give us that warning <laughs> yes a hundred percent yeah. The warning. Um, so we covered anime. What about video games? Was video is video games a big thing for you? Never a big thing for you? Like, what's your it, earliest memories oh yeah. of that? Oh yeah, I'm I'm a Nintendo guy. So I've stuck with Nintendo ever since I got my first OG uh, Super Nintendo. Like I remember I got had gotten the chicken pox, and my mom felt horrible for me because I was a mess. I was just covered in these these nasty little chicken pox and. 
I was scratching and crying, and she surprised me with a Super Nintendo and my first game. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> Super Mario World, man. I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Because I, I grew up with Big Cousin, so I had guys who had the Sega Genesis, but they wouldn't let me play Sonic because it was one player. And, you know, they would just, they, I, was, I, was, I was the uh, the loiterer, the standard by. So once I got my Super Nintendo, I was lit. And I stuck with Nintendo all the way, from Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64, to the GameCube, to the to the Wii, to the Wii U, to the Switch. I, every Nintendo release, I'll always get it. I had every Game Boy. <laughs> um, yeah, religious Pokemon player, even now. I'll, I'll destroy anybody. 100%, bro. If anybody who wants Yo, to come challenge Detour you, you Customs, got, uh, come see me. You got Sword and Shield? Hell yeah! I, I didn't. Get All right, bro. We gonna, we gonna we gonna have to talk. We gonna have to talk then for sure. Oh yes. yeah, because a hundred percent, man. I've followed Pokemon from you know first up until now. There's only like one game that I haven't played, and that was like Sun and Moon. I didn't really care for that. Uh, Sun and Moon. Everything that they good. did with the big Kahuna, and I didn't. I didn't. The, the I didn't Hawaiian like it. Theme. That game was good because it. Uh, I I actually still appreciate Sun and Moon more than Sword and Shield for the fact that it still had the traditional difficulty of the previous games. Sword and yeah, Shield is way I too f- easy. I feel that. Really? Hell yeah. I, I don't like that I can catch a Tyranitar. I've, from, from I would say... Oh, I guess, I guess yeah, because you could get it over in the wild area, yeah? Yeah, and I feel like that that's a, you're doing a big dishonor to... You've never been able to do that in the other game. No, only you know, larvitar and you had to grind it out i always caught my larvitar hatched it in an egg because i always like to start from level one <laughs> or level five rather and train it have its effort values go up and and really raise a really strong pokemon as opposed to just catching a wild one and just using it in battle i feel i feel like that's a that's a cop out you know I, i'm i'm a traditional trainer i have a, a black uh, black shiny charizard that I migrated to every game from uh from my diamond version. Holy shit. Throwback right there, Diamond. Oh, that man. was my favorite generation. Uh Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Platinum is my all-time favorite with Garatina and just like all the oh, extra man. shit. Yes. Like yes. that game. I, I don't know, just me. I, I maybe I'm tripping. I'm trying to get another copy of that. But dude, that game goes for like a hundred something bucks. I would, um, I would it's crazy because the the way the way things are kind of set up. Yes, I'm, I'm hoping sure they re-release we'll, it. Yeah, we're gonna get a re-release, just like they redid um, uh, Emerald and, and 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 Sapphire and Ruby. Ruby, and all, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna do some justice for those because they're gonna need to captivate the the Pokemon audience after the Sword and Shield. For sure. Then I'm gonna have to definitely talk to you and get your uh, get your oh. info so we could like trade and in ba- battle and. All kinds of other shit, for yeah, sure. Man, we're we're going to be the best like no one ever was, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so after video games, what about entertainment? There's like uh, TV and movies. Like, it doesn't even necessarily have to be geeky related, like, you know, the DC and, and, and Marvel shows, anything like that. But like, you know, what's, you know, what's the stuff that you like watching? Like, for so me, I like, love... one of the guilty pleasures is like The Office. I love watching that uh, shit. But like, what are, what are, what about you? What's like your, you know, a throwback? Like what, uh, what you watched like back in the day or something that you watch now? Well, I'm I'm a big uh, history buff, so I like watching, um, you know, 
things regarding like medieval times or you know just just anything historical like i um like right now i'm i'm binging um um vikings um the story of uh, i heard that that show was good it's so damn good and so the first time i saw it i was actually deployed and um my boy put me on. He was like, yo, watch this show real quick. And it's called Vikings. I'm watching. I'm like, this show is great. This is wait, this is just as good as Game of Thrones. And then when I when I look, it's actually a history channel show. So for a show on history really? channel, which yeah, that we oh, perceive shit. we would normally perceive anything from that channel to be kind of cut and dry and you know very bland. But that show is amazing. It's one of my most highly rated shows, without a doubt. All right, for sure. I'm gonna I'm 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 definitely gonna watch that shit. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start watching it. It's so because good, of you, man. Because of you, and, I'm gonna start. And you're gonna, you're gonna start speaking like a Viking every time you. So skull. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, let's, gonna let's good, do man. it. It's gonna be good, bro. But yeah, man. Um, I like shows like that. Um, I kind of just. Uh, I think the way Netflix and kind of like the subscriptions kind of changed the way we watch the shows and, and and movies and things like that. I remember as a kid. You know, it would be like TGIF. Um, you'd have to kind of be there in the moment to catch these shows. But now that we can kind of add a whim, just watch anything we want. If I'm not watching anime, I'm watching some night-themed or medieval-themed or historically-themed show or, you know, like military history or something like that. I'm kind of big into those. Um, but yeah, man, Vikings is a must-see. <laughs> I'll definitely check that out. Remember back in the day, um, like for DBZ, like during Toonami and shit like that, like, you know, you're watching it and then it would be like the start of a new story arc or or, or we were, the US was still waiting Man. for that next story arc. So it then it would start all over again. And then oh. you're like, what the fuck? So we just you know watched I mean? like, you know, Goku and Frieza going at it. Now we're starting all over again. Fucking Goku with Raditz and Piccolo all over yeah, again. What bro. the fuck is this shit? I'm, I was so sick of the Saiyan arc. Like every time I saw Goku's animation <laughs> trying to get dumbed down, he I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm about to go outside and, play, and like roll the skate or something. This is stupid. This is right. Thing. It's like man, fuck this shit. <laughs> For real, man. Or heaven forbid, you catch the show like mid episode because you was doing something else. Oh <laughs> it's like, my god, there's no turning back. You'd ruin it. Yeah, yeah there's no turning back. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But shout out to Toonami, though, man. Toonami was was everything because it, it combined so many genres into one was your one stop shop for all your vintage cartoons, your newer cartoons, and just things that really touched your heart. You know what I mean? Oh, 100 percent. Grew up on Toonami. I like that Ooh. they're still doing it, man. Yes, and it's better than ever. Like it's great. Oh, man. Like, it's I wish us... we had this type of Toonami back in the day when we were young. Oh, for <laughs> real, I don't think we would have been ready to be honest. I mean, oh no, cattle, man. The catalog they have now, as a kid, they would so never let us watch deep. it. <laughs> They're going oh. so fucking deep. Like, they got heavy hitters on there right now. Oh, man. I, Grade I A fucking what... anime. Grade yeah, bro. A. Good stuff, man. Stuff that I'm currently watching, they decided to put on. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I see you, Toonami. Mm-hmm. I see like, you. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Well, let's get, you know, you you definitely do pass. I mean, that wasn't a question. You know, I just wanted everybody else to get a little bit more, you know, uh, insight on you a little bit, you know, know who you are, what, you know, what you are, what you're into and things like that, you know, so they're a little bit more connected to you. So, um, (laughs) yeah, so uh, a little insight on Detoy. Um, So let's go back 
to your this you know another thing that caught me on your ig your weapons man Ooh. your weapons that 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 you know that you do that you create um could you tell me your process on how you go about making these like is, is there like a um you sketch up maybe the designs and, and like how, how how do you go about making them if you could uh so his, let us know his, here's the secret so pretty much everything that i do and the secret is that there is no plan it's it's a lot of freestyling a lot of you know i start off with a a general idea like uh, let's say you know i wanted to make an axe Mm -hmm. and i think about everywhere i've not just seen an axe but thoroughly enjoyed design of an axe and i'd be like man I remember that time I was playing Monster Hunter and I was fighting the Rathalos and I couldn't beat it with the with the with the long sword and I couldn't beat it with the hammer, but I pulled out my switch axe and destroyed it. And I think about things like that and just the feeling you get and you kind of imagine yourself swinging an axe if, as if you were in some some fantasy story or some you know you know Dark Souls or you know Devil May Cry video game the kind of things that you know you I definitely love to be. do get those type of vibes and WoW too some WoW yes, vibes yes yes yeah exactly some some World of Warcraft man like and I love those games you know I'm a big Final Fantasy fan too oh and, yes fuck yeah and I just I love the exaggerated designs of of all of these like mythical weapons and and just things that's of that amazing. nature so and that's my inspiration so if I'm making a weapon I kind of just freestyle it until I, I, I decide on something that I like and I think about what kind of characters would wield certain weapons you know whether it be your good guy your bad guy your anti-hero you know your neutral parties and what these weapons mean and the kind of you know energy and, and spirit that you know you want to put into them and that's 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 how I kind of come up with the things that I do um I, I I'd like to make things not just for others but things that I would like to have as well because it, I don't know if you remember that feeling as a kid when you would have a, a cool toy and you don't want to do anything else except play with that toy. You oh, yeah. Eat, you won't bathe. You won't sleep. You won't listen to anybody. You know, you, you, you're just getting an ass with them because you just want to play with your toys. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah I remember that. Yeah. I, I kind of I put all of those feelings into, into what I make and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, others will, will like it and feel the same too. But that's that's my inspiration right there. Bro, you can, you can fucking tell. A hundred percent, you can fucking tell that you put in, you know, the love and everything into your stuff. Like you, you know, even though they're just photos, you could tell like from the different photos. And I mean, shit, you, I have some of your stuff. I've taken pictures with some of your stuff and, you know, I could feel it in there. Like it's fun stuff that you could photograph, add to your figures, make it different, you know. I'm pretty sure you didn't make that, you know, the sword, the long sword that you have for Spawn, but I added it to Spawn, and Spawn looks fucking badass with it, and, and the other, you know, the swords that they're in motion, the swooshing effects, um, again, you know, probably they weren't made for Spawn, but I'm using them for Spawn, I used them for the Green Ranger, you know, I like that, you know, with your stuff, you could get creative with it, and, and, you know, it's a piece of art, and art is always, you know, in the eye of the beholder, whatever you see, you know, there, right. there's no wrong thing that you could do with art. And you could right. tell with your weapons 100% that, you know, 
whether it's just like a cast and one of the, the colors, like, you know, I went with the green and it works for spawn and, you know, things like that. Or I could have painted it up. I could paint them up and, you know, change them a different color. And, and, and right. you know, it's just, oh my God, Sky's great man, stuff. Man. Amazing stuff. Yeah. A hundred percent. I kind of like to create things that, although they're unique, they're still relatively blank. And whoever, you know, hands they fall into, that person can kind of make that whatever they want it to be. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like passing on the uh, creative spirit. Like, hey, man, check this out. I don't know what you want to do with this, but, man, I know you're going to make it awesome. Oh, yeah, 100%, man. Like, uh, what is it? The Blood the blood Knight? Is, is that ah. what it is? The Mythical Legion's Blood Knight? Yeah, the like, Vermillion, yep. <laughs> yeah, where, where he has a double... Uh, double red swords the see-through ones yeah yo that's fucking badass and then like easily like well i'm looking at one of the ones like where it says swipe out right where it says swipe it starts off with the blood knight then it goes over to i think the elf with the translucent blue ah yes um Thalon frostbow yeah like you could see like well there you go this is a perfect example anybody listening to this go over to detour customs uh ig and it's like let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven posts down right in the middle. You know, it's going to start off first slide, Blood Knight, and then just swipe. And you can see it's like the same design, but it's with different characters. It has a different feel, different everything, but it's like the same sword almost like in each shot. But it's like one's in red, one's in blue, one's right. painted, one's painted a little bit differently than that one. One's fully painted, one's only partially painted, and it's like, oh my god, man, the the sky's the limit, man. Yeah, man, that's that's kind of what my uh, my aim is too. You know, you, you take something simple like that time I took that little bendy wire branch off the tree and it turned into something else, <laughs> man. It's, it's it's all the same same energy, man. I just I just want to want to share with everybody also because I you know I know there's a lot of people in the community that kind of you know share that that sentiment you know like-minded in, in terms of how we view our toys these, these are nostalgia pieces and these are things that we held on to all these years and we weren't afraid to to share it with other people and that's the uh, that's the beauty of it well that's awesome of you stefan i appreciate that man you're, you're honestly a shining light in this community in the toy community that's oh, <laughs> my pleasure man so uh you know just i don't know if you could talk about it but you're uh your website your store that you got coming can you let us know a little bit about that oh yeah man so i had initially uh planned to launch a website last month but mm-hmm. the more and more I, I prepped and you know got everything ready the more ideas i had for launch and initially i had only planned to uh release maybe uh a dozen weapons but the more and more i got them ready these ideas just kept kind of cultivating on like man it'd be awesome if I can make this available for running right now. I can run that real quick if I could just postpone it for another week. So that's that's what's been happening. So <laughs> I think between my original intended launch and now I've added maybe, you know, maybe six or seven additional pieces to the, uh, to the catalog. And it, I, I gotta, I gotta stop myself at some point cause I, I'll never get the store open otherwise, but I'm um, looking to uh, do a launch this month. Um, it's kind of, you know, QCing everything, making sure everything's, uh, uh, good enough for, uh, for sale. Uh, wouldn't want anybody to end up with anything uh, jacked up or, you know, 
subpar. You know, I want everybody to have the best that I could offer and just have some fun with the uh, with the toys again. But um, yeah, it's it's been real fun making everything. And um, originally, I had I would I would make something and kind of sell it through the IG. But I realized that if I could make a one stop shop for everybody, kind of just go to and, and kind of look at things that they want instead of, you know, scrolling through all of my IG posts or DMing and not, you know, getting the response that they want in a timely manner and Facebook and text messages, things like that, you know. Be patient, you know. y'all. Be patient. You're, yes, This man's yes. always working. Yeah. <laughs> he will get back to you. I promise he will. Yeah, man. So it's it's just one of those things. I wanted to have a, a, a hub that everybody can go and, and grab stuff and kind of just in, enjoy and, and partake in in the uh the custom custom magic well right on man i appreciate you uh sharing that with us you know giving us a little insight on who detour customs is you know going through the background check all that good stuff i think there's a good spot to end it um we're definitely gonna have to link up and do more in the future if that's cool oh, with yeah. you maybe once you Count open up in. your uh nice you know it's I always feel really excited when I hear people say that they want to come back and, and that they, they had fun on their shows and stuff like that. It really like makes me feel good, man. Hell yeah, man. Cause like, obviously if you didn't have a good time, you'd be like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I'll see you when <laughs> I see you. Good. So good day. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. But, man, thanks uh, for having me, brother. Yeah. No problem, man. Uh, if you could let everybody know where they could uh, find you at. All right. Just right. again. Detour underscore customs on IG, Facebook, Stefan Delator. Don't be afraid. Shout me a holler. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm always available, always open to uh, some friendly conversation. Stop by, say hi, high five me. Digital, of course. But uh, yeah. <laughs> soon in person, soon, soon, one day. Soon. You know, yes, few yes. more, few more months, guys. A couple more months. We'll be we'll just hang in there. Hang in there, baby. And I'm your host, Gil. You can find me over at Black Hole Comics, the host over at The Geek Out Show. And, uh, you know, you can find me on all social media platforms and YouTube under Black Hole Comics. Until next time, make sure to stay geeked up and geek out.